0: The Lo, 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 lo. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And I am super, super excited today. This is actually an interview done by one of our team members. Her name is Emily. She's absolutely incredible. She is rocking out this business. And so she wanted to do her coaching call live. I love that. So we did that. Uh, so this is episode 151 of The Sydney Show, The Queen Sid Show. And I'm really, really excited. So this is going to be a little bit motivating. A little bit um, coaching, a little bit of how to step into your leadership, a little bit of go, go, go. So I'm really, really excited for you guys to hear this episode. It's a good one. It is an amazing interview, and so I love it. And uh, without any further ado, let's go, go, go. Okay. Um, so my name is Sydney Smith. I have been in the industry now, the network marketing, direct sales industry, for seven years. Um, I know it's insane. I look like a baby, but seven years. Um I started in a party plan company um, and did in-home parties and then moved over to network marketing because I loved the online aspect and the the pay plan is way better than direct sales. Um, And (laughs) so I started to do that um, and I am an active uh, addiction recovering addict, well, active addiction no longer. Um, I'm a recovering addict. I have been clean for four and a half years. Um, I got clean because of my network marketing company that I joined, um, and basically our team. Uh, I joined the empire, like I said, uh, about almost almost five years ago in a previous company. That is what got me clean. That is what kept me clean. Um, I am... I don't know. I went from active addiction to earning six figures and driving a Range Rover. So I don't know. It's been a crazy, wild ride. Uh, I now live in Dallas, Texas, which is my dream location. Uh, And we are house hunting for the perfect house up in Frisco. And uh, I don't know. My life is just very different than it was seven years ago when I started in this industry. So I don't know. I'm excited. I don't really know what we're doing today, but I'm here for it. Whatever you want to do.
1: I've actually I've been amazed by watching your glove because I've been watching you like in the beginning while you were in party plan all the way to now and it is just crazy so and that's one of the thing you inspired me to jump one because I was doing something similar and then I I have no um I have no concept of addiction but I had gotten into like a shell of myself when I became mom like I didn't I lost my inspirations, my goals. Everything just became keeping little humans alive. And then watching your glow up is like, I can be more. I can do more. So how do you go about inspiring people who are just watching on the sidelines for so long to actually take the leap? Uh, I know I, it took me forever. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I, I jumped on and I'm trying to think back to like what really made me take the leap and like, How do you go about doing that?
0: Um, So you did take forever. I remember that very (laughs) clearly. I remember about 960 conversations with Emily. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. I'm going to do it. I was like, all right, sis, you let me know when you're ready. But Uh, I think there's a couple of things um, about that. Like, number one is that um, I'm just like really, really real. Like, I don't sugarcoat things. I don't, like, there's no fakeness here. There's no, like, hiding my addiction. It's like, you get the real raw, Sydney. Like, this is my darkness. This is my, these are my demons. And I do that because I know everybody has demons. Like, I love that you, to- you're to- you tell your story about shelling up and becoming just mom because that was my best friend, right? Brittany Anderson joined this industry because she was just mom she's just mom. And she wanted something more than that. And so I think all of us have our own demons in our own ways. And so I think sharing my demons helps other people open up and feel more uh, normal, right? And so I think that's the first thing that really inspires people to step into their full potential. And I think the second thing that really helps people is that I don't I don't want to push anybody like I'm not here to convince people I'm not here to you know trick people I'm not here for any of that I'm here for you to show up at whatever level you want to show up at and I'm gonna meet you halfway and if you want me to lead you through the minefield that is MLM like let's go and if you don't know hard feelings like I'm still here for you and I think that that just like ebb and flow of kind of like light and darkness um, is just what makes people very comfortable with me, and um, has really grown, has really grown our team to what it is because we have all walks of life on our team. We have the addicts, we have the LGBTQ community, we have the moms, we have the, you know, um, women over their over their fifties who are rocking the business out. Like we just have all
1: walks of life. That's definitely like, and people who just want to make. a month to people who want to, you know, earn a free car that are on the team. And I love that about you. Like, you're like, you do you, but I'm here if you need me. (laughs) So if you want to make $200,
0: let's do it, sister. You want to earn a free car. Let's do it, sister. I'm here for whatever.
1: And for those who like are watching us and like are finally inspired how do you get them to dream bigger like i know for a long time i was dream because i'm almost at my year mark and i was dreaming small like just trying to hit the little things and now like i finally created a vision board but um yeah it's back here it's yes. up in the corner and um it took me forever to do that like i made a list but like jumping to actually making the vision board and everything like watching everyone else because i watched the leaders of the team and that's like one thing you have to be plugged in i understand like, I don't know how to get people to dream bigger because it took me forever as well. And still, I'm, like, just dipping my toe in. Like, I don't know, like, how to grasp the really big picture. So
0: I think a lot of issues that people have, have with dreaming bigger is it's it, like, roots at a worthiness thing. Uh, it roots at, like, a worthiness issue. And to be totally honest with you, like, even I'm playing small, right? And so, like, what has helped me step into different – dreams and different visions that I've had is just my ability to like jump all in on things. And so like, when I moved to Texas, uh, I moved to Texas with literally a week's notice, I signed an apartment that was double my rent in Maryland. And I just said, I don't have another option, I'm going to make this work. Um, and it's kind of the same thing when I bought my Range Rover, it was like a really scary jump. And I was like, you know what, I'm all in like, and so It's hard to give you like an exact map of what I've done because to help other people because really all I've done is led by example and I've led by example scared and I've led by example uh, worried and I've led by example not knowing what was going to happen but just knowing that like there's no plan B. Um, This is the only plan I have and if it doesn't work like I'm screwed so it has to work. (laughs) And so I think that one of the biggest things that I love about, um, helping people dream bigger is one of the my favorite things to say is like, let me like borrow my beliefs. And so like, that's a lot of, a lot of people that join this industry are like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can, um, I don't know if I can, can be successful at this or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to believe yet. I'm like, do you believe that I can be successful in this? So like, yeah, I'm like, great. Awesome. Believe in me. And then all, I got enough belief for both of us. Like, let's go uh, because I believe in you. And all you have to do is plug into our systems and all you have to do is plug in. But I think it's it's letting people borrow your belief. And number two is giving people those little wins. Like, I love that we have um, – that we have as a company, we have like little um, – like contests almost right like this month it's the catalyst bonus um mm-hmm. and so it's a it's a 500 dollars bonus for getting three customers and two promoters right and so each little each little step through the catalyst is a small win one customer oh my gosh i won like one customer oh my gosh i won um and so every single month like you know normally we have the mvp bonus which is um which is 14 customers and a 1600 new volume for those of you that are not in our company um and it's just each little box is a little win a little win a little win a little win and i think yes your sticker chart yes and so that is something oh that's a good one actually that is something that we've started doing so i actually have my sticker charts over here um yes over here and so that is something that we started doing it's just celebrating the little wins and i think one of the biggest mistakes that people in this industry make is that they count out the little people. And by the little people, I mean like the people that come in and they're hungry, but they don't have enough belief yet. And a lot of big leaders in this industry will count those people out. They won't help them. They won't coach them. They won't lead them. They won't give them the attention. They won't do the extra little things that those people need to be monsters in this industry. And I'm not here to build a team of influencers. I'm here to build a team of moms, a team of addicts a team of people that just need to win a little bit to win big like that's what I'm here for and so I think like just approaching it with that attitude and like I'm not looking for influencers I don't care if you have a million followers um and so I think just taking normal people and just building them up a little bit and 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 and over time they'll look back and be like oh my god god it's been a year and like my i'm completely different i think of you actually
1: like you are
0: such a different person
1: i say like i was the person who borrowed the beliefs at first i was like uh this i don't know if i can do this i'm an introvert i'm not very outgoing i don't and then you like well figure out your hobbies and then show them off and then that started my whole journey of like well, I love gardening and I love fitness and I love drawing and that like really helped build my belief up in myself. And then I started learning more, t- doing the DMOs, learning from, you know, the other great people. And like, then it built extra hunger to like do more, to take it in. And like, it was a little sparks here and there, as you said, like with the sticker chart and the things that just like feed you a little bit. And then you finally grasp into the full uh, nature of things. So now I'm, like, finally dreaming bigger, like, with the car and the trips and, like, bringing Mark home part-time. Yes! Mm -hmm. I know, like, people, when they look for who to mentor, uh, I've heard that it's supposed to be, like, willing, coachable, and hungry. And as I said, like, it took a while for me to get hungry. Is there any way to, like, teach people to be hungry, or is it just, like... (laughs) I know like sometimes it's harder to have someone motivated, but like, how do you teach people to be more hungry for what they really want? So I don't think you can teach people hunger, but
0: I think you can show them hunger. Um, So hunger really is just that grit that I'm not going to stop. I have to win. I have to, like I said, like this, I don't have a plan B, like this is it. And that's kind of where the hunger comes in because you can't really teach somebody how to be hungry. Like I've said, i said before, my least favorite word is potential because everybody has potential. Like I have potential to be an amazing tennis player, right? Like everybody has potential, but like, am I willing to put my, like my head to the ground, my nose to the ground and train and do what it takes to actually be good at tennis? No, no, I don't want it. Like, I don't want it. And so you can show people hunger, I think, um, by by really asking them what they're playing for, right? And so a lot of people don't know what they're playing for. And that's why they can't find their hunger. It's, it's, a, it's a twofold, actually. It's number one, they don't know that they are worthy of the hunger of like the winning, and they don't believe that they actually can. And number two, they don't know what they're playing for, right? So like, I use this example because it's very extreme, but people relate to it, right? Like if I said tomorrow, you know, your kid, your kid was diagnosed with a terminal illness. And I said, you need to come up with $5,000 by tomorrow or your child is going to die. So you would come up with $5,000.
1: I definitely would. You
0: don't, you would do anything that you would sell your house. You would sell your car. You would sell your, your like all of your things in your house like you would do whatever it took whatever it took you would find a gazillion ketone customers You'd be like no like I gotta find five grand tomorrow or my child's gonna die and so it's like finding that for each person right like obviously your child is not gonna die if you don't if you're not successful for with network marketing but with like each little win it's kind of like A lot of people come into this industry and they can't even put food on the table for their children like they have to um get food stamps or they have to tell their kids no or they have to go to six different um grocery stores so that they can get the best deal so that you can save twenty dollars here twenty dollars there um and so giving them the little win of like oh you can put food on the table for your kids now like and then they're like well maybe if i work a little bit harder i can put them in dance lessons Or maybe if i work a little bit harder i can take them to disney or and it's like this little stepping ladder um but you have to figure out what that is for each person right like so for me uh you've heard this story from me but for me it's my dog and that sounds so crazy to some of you guys that are moms that are like real life human moms but like i'm not a human mom yet and so my dog darth uh was with me when i was in active addiction and he literally saved my life he is the reason i'm sitting here today because while i didn't care about myself i cared about him and i made sure that i got home for him and i made sure that every night no matter how hard i partied no matter how many drugs i did no matter how what like no matter what i made it home for him sometimes i didn't remember making it home but i made it home uh and so my hunger point right now is to give darth the life that he deserves because he gave me my life and so what is that point for the person that is listening to this like what is the thing that like
1: you that will that will give you that
0: hunger you can't teach it but you can uncover it you can figure out what it is for you
1: right so i have the issue of like i'm comfortable and like I know, like, if I didn't do anything, I'd still be safe. I don't have that, like, I haven't pushed myself against the wall yet. And that's why I've started setting timelines of, like, when I'm going to hit a goal to set, like, a fake panic mode, I guess is the way. Or, like, the go-go-go-ness of it. Because I don't want to, like, incite panic, but excitement. Because I get excited for that day to make sure I hit that goal. Yes. So... That's how I'm, I'm keeping myself hungry by setting these timeline goals. Like, I want to hit MVP by the 25th, and, like, I've been rocking and rolling, but I know I still have, like, a mountain to climb. So that's been keeping me going. Now, I, I listen to podcasts all the time. But what would be your three top podcasts for those who are listening that might want to, like, dabble into what we do?
0: So, um shameless self promo. I have a podcast, so that would be pretty cool. Uh it's called The Real Queen Sid. Um but yeah, I mean if you're if you are interested in business at all with Emily, obviously you will have me in your support line as well. So it's always good to kind of get to know who will be in your support line. Uh Jessie Lee Ward is also an amazing podcast. Um she is the people's mentor. Um Brittany Anderson is gonna be so She is going to shake this industry up so much. Um, That is the Better Hustle with Brittany Anderson. Um, What else? You know, this podcast isn't actually in uh, network marketing specifically, but she has amazing um, social media growth tips that I love. And it's the Angie Lee podcast. Um, (laughs) So she's actually uh, an entrepreneur. She was in the industry for a while. Now she's just um, an entrepreneur with her own company. But her growth tips and her customer tips and her um, brand building tips are incredible. They're impeccable. So um, I really recommend her as well. That's for podcasts. So you got a few there.
1: I got a little extra right there at the end. Um, Trying to see if I have any more questions. Mm, I think I covered my big ones. It's because, Right now I'm at that point where like, I know I can hit it. It's just like making sure that I dream bigger and stay hungry. Um, and then to lead others. Um, I guess how, (laughs) I know I'm trying to be inspired to be a better leader myself. Are there any tips on becoming a better leader that you would throw at me? So, um,
0: leadership is hard. Like it's so rewarding, but it is so hard. And I think the reason that it is so hard is because you have to remove your ego from it. And that's just not like, it's not easy. Right. And so, um, a couple years, not a couple years ago, it was literally like a little bit over a year ago. Um, we were climbing towards this really big rank, this really big goal. And, um, half the team up and walked away. And I can blame shame justify on anybody that I want, but a big, like, but somebody that respects and and loves their leader wouldn't walk away, right? So I took that as an opportunity to reflect inward and decide what I could do to be better next time and what I could do to be better for the team. And that was really, I talked about this on a team training the other uh, other night, but it was the death of the ego. And um, it was really when my ego left my body, right? Because that's what happens when you blame shame justify it's it's everybody else's fault it's this girl's fault why everybody left it's it's you know this demon's fault it's this snake's fault it's this dragon's fault whatever right like it's it's everybody else's fault but when you can look inward and say what did i do wrong to make it so that people didn't didn't uh trust me enough to stay is when you have the death of the ego and so the death of the ego is really when you're personal stake in things gets removed. And this is how people go from these itty bitty leaders to these massive organization leaders is when you remove your ego from it. And you literally just say, it's not about me. It's about, you know, Emily getting the MVP. It's about Bree getting to rank Uh, five. It's about Laura getting to rank four. It's about, uh, it's about all of these other people, right? It's about everybody under you when that happens, when you have the death of the ego, and you really understand it's not about you. Like, like, do, do you want to get up every morning and do coaching calls. No, I don't always want to, you know, like, I love coaching calls, but like, sometimes I want to lay in bed. Like sometimes I want to sit and just like chill. Sometimes I want to not have my phone on me at all times, uh, to be available to help with issues. Sometimes I don't want to be the problem solver. Right. But it's not about me. It's not about me because the day that I don't show up is when you don't show up right? It's the day that, and you can, you can notice this with Jesse Lee, right? Like Jesse Lee is my leader and you, she has been going through a lot of personal stuff lately. And so she's not as a, able to be as present on social media and you watch it ripple throughout the whole team, right? You watch, Oh, well, Jesse Lee didn't show up today. Jesse Lee didn't go live today. Jesse Lee didn't close today. Jesse Lee didn't, you know what I mean? And so right. it's, it's when it becomes about everybody else and it's no longer about you is when your team will flourish. Um, But it's leadership is hard and you get blamed for a lot. And so, you know what? And I will take the blame for all of it because the speed of the leader is the speed of the team. And you just have to be willing to show up for everybody else on the days that you don't want to show up for yourself because I don't want to show up for me every single day, every single day. No, no, I don't. I don't. I want to lay, you know, it's when it's, I, sometimes I want to lay and have a Netflix mar- marathon, but I can't do that because then, you know, that's one day where our team isn't winning and our team isn't showing up and, and I want them to meet their goals. And so that would be the biggest tip that I can have for you is whenever you have that death of the ego is
1: going to change everything. I can relate with the not showing up part. Cause I know some days I really don't want to wake up when the baby's crying, but I have to wake up and get up and ready for him. So I just got to like, Equate the mom life to being mama ahead of a team. That's exactly being what it team team. is. Okay. I got, talk- I got a lot of kids, okay? I'm just a little <laughs> mom over
0: here, just putt putting around. Most of my team is older than me. Most of my children are older than me, but
1: I'm still the mom. Everyone in their car seat, hopping in the Range Rover. Right? <laughs> I love it. I appreciate the training and the dual life. Um, that's everything I have, so I appreciate it. Did awesome. you need say goodbyes or? Yeah. Uh,
0: well, uh, I am super excited to see you smash your goals um, at the end of this at the end of this month. Well, by the twenty fifth, apparently we're hitting MVP by the twenty fifth
1: i'm going over
0: yes i love it so thank you so much for having me on here and inviting me and ask and that was an incredible interview actually so if you could save this video and send it to me that would be amazing um but i am super super proud of you and um i'm so like i'm super proud of you for asking for this you know like one last little training point is like if you never ask the answer is always no and so I think a lot of people want to do dual lives with me or they want to do dual lives with you know whoever like maybe it's somebody you admire on instagram or um Mm -hmm. a leader in another team you admire or whatever um if you don't ask the answer is always no and so i'm so proud of you for asking because that's
1: just
0: it just shows like your leadership it shows your hunger it shows your drive so i love that and i'm so so proud of you i cannot wait to watch you rock out the rest of this month